0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of 353rd, a bi-weekly podcast discussing the impact of the internet on business. This is episode number 52. Today is Saturday, March 23rd, 2013. I am one of your hosts, Scott Barstow. And I am the other of your esteemed hosts, Anders Brownworth. On today's show, we're going a bit off the grid and talking about old computer hardware this topic came about because about three or four weeks ago i was uh cleaning out the basement and i stumbled across a box of old spare computer parts nice yeah and and so instead of i I ended up throwing them all out but i took pictures of all of the stuff that i thought you know would be worthy of a discussion before i did that we're putting these on the website for sure absolutely absolutely so the first thing I want, to talk, I want to talk about is I have this picture of a, a card that was a 33.6 modem yeah,
1: and a sound card all in one. And a sound card, really? Oh, I, I do remember that.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. a U.S. Robotics.
1: That's right, kind U.S.R. Of, it did it all. Yeah, yeah it was like an ISA card, an ISA card. Yep. That's yeah, this was, a, well, this was a PCI.
0: This is a oh, PCI really? card. Ooh, yeah, so new. it's...
1: Actually, newer. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> that must have been circa 1998. That's my
0: guess. Yeah, it sounds Something that like seems that. about right. I, I have no earthly idea, but yeah. you know, you remember well the ISA. Remember the ISA from ISA, yeah. ISA to ISA, mm-hmm. and then PCI, to
1: PCI, and then PC now PCIe and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember, this card did it all. You had uh, so you had the phone line. Uh, going into and out, you know, you had the phone line coming from the wall into one of the jacks on the modem. That's awesome. And then the phone line going out and to the desk that. phone. Right, so it, yeah.
1: could, it could take over your calls if, if it wanted That's to. right. That's, That's right. right. And then it's a sound card as well. Wasn't it like a... Didn't they do a thing with Creative Labs and make that a sound blaster or something like that? Yes, I believe they did. That's what it was. Yeah, Yeah, I I think that's right. You say ancient modem, and the thing that comes to mind is this 300-baud audio couple modem from circa maybe 1982 that I had. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we were over at NC State the other night, and we saw one. We did. Right. That's right. And but that yeah. thing, that thing looked like a. Uh, it would look like a Mack truck. First of all, it was larger than any phone you'd ever seen. And it's just a couple. It's not even a phone. That's um, right.
0: Yeah, it's like the. Uh, if you've ever seen the movie Weird Science, yes. it's what they used to. You know, when they would put jam the the handset down on that thing that looked like two little suction cups. That's right. And you'd push that,
1: <laughs> put the phone down into that thing, and Wait, that no. was your connection. You'd have to dial it first. That's right. And then put it down, you know, talk to the guy on the other end and say, okay, we're going to audio mode. Okay. And then he puts the phone down, you put the phone down. Actually, this was also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He used the same thing. In yeah, audio and, couple war,
0: and uh, what was the war ga- What was the war movie? War, games. war games. games. Yeah, War Games.
1: That's right, with, with Matthew Broderick as well. Yeah, That's right. same deal. That yeah. was almost the same movie. All right, yes. we're getting off topic here.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I had so I had this I had this US Robotics/Creative slash Labs uh, you know, modem sound card thing. And then I I, I stumbled across one other th- one uh, a couple other things I thought were really funny. I have this external uh, US Robotics another modem, uh, external US Robotics 336.
1: Really? Well, yes. I had the the 288, the USR 288 external yeah. like the I, th- I feel like there were two versions one was the very popular serially connected one and then that's the I one think, i have yeah there was a parallel connected one i, don't, I never saw was that one this one's school. serial
0: connection I had the 25 pin on the back yeah. of the modem yeah. and then you could go nine pin that's into right. your machine
1: you could switch it that's right the cable it was a like a switch cable that went from 25 down to nine that's yep. right that's right that's that's awesome i have a great picture of that my uh so i had a an isdn circuit and a couple of uh people would dial into my house to get routed to the internet so i had those us usr you know 288s in a pile and <laughs> i have a picture yeah. of that
0: yeah you stack them yeah yeah,
1: yeah. cuz they would well, stay worked
0: in, yeah when i
1: worked in
0: uh in retail that was we used to stand those up and that was how the stores would communicate with uh, the right. home office yeah and and you go to you go into the computer rooms at the home office and you just see a stack just velcroed yeah. together that's right stack of modems yeah. sitting there with you know lines going into each one of them it was just crazy yeah, was so like, speaking of yeah speaking was, of things that changed you know we talked about 25 to 9 mm. here's one
1: how about gender changers oh yeah yeah serial <laughs> gender changers absolutely yeah. Like yeah. first of all, when would you ever need a gender changer, right? The only time you need that is if you're if you have like a VT one hundred and you're trying to interface because usually the computer, if you're doing something on a computer, it can talk directly to a modem because it has the right you know, has the right connector. But it's all these cases where you need like a null modem cable. You need That's to right. switch yeah. transmit and receive, but like you want to put two laptops together. Remember, remember yeah. a PC lap link? I absolutely do. I had the lap link cable. (laughs) The the lap link cable, right. And that was a null modem cable with – essentially with a gender changer on the end. Yeah, I've got
0: a – speaking of null modem cables, I've got a picture of a 25-pin null modem cable. Really? Really? Yeah, I found it. Dude, wow. And so – but I remember, yeah, you would typically use a gender changer when – so I used to have probably every variety of gender changer in my bag when I was – when I first started working with computers because we would go out and install – uh, you know, we'd be out running coax cables and yeah. installing networks. Yeah,
1: token ring.
0: Yeah, and token or ring IPX. and all this other garbage. Yeah. And you, there, you always had this stuff in your bag because you never knew when you were going to be out on a job. Yeah, you needed. And and you didn't know. You know, you had your, you might have your laptop with you, and you needed to connect to some box. Yeah. And you had no idea what the ports were going to be on that box, so you would need nine to twenty fives. Yep gender changers yeah. and all sorts of crazy stuff.
1: It reminds me of you go into uh, conference rooms nowadays, kind of disappearing with things like the Apple TV, but you go into a uh, conference room these days and there's like a, a, litany of connectors. There's the, you know, the, the, what is it? DB 25 or whatever that, the, the 25 yeah. pin uh, mm-hmm. VGA and there's the, the uh, DVI and then there's all the Mac nonsense display port Thunderbolt, all of that stuff, and they're all like. It was funny. I was in a conference room uh, just recently, and they're all th- there's like a pen that's uh, chained to the desk, you know, with those little tiny little metal yeah, ball sure. things, and there were like five gender changers right down the line on that pen, you know, so nobody would steal it. That's,
0: it that's hilarious. Funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, the other yeah. thing I found that was really cool.
0: Uh, was uh, was uh, and maybe really cool is probably not the right word, but just way way back machine was PS two to to AT keyboard uh, yes. or port uh, keyboard converter.
1: And I have one of these right here right now because of something that I'll bring up in a second. All right, so you got to tell us what it is. I do. Okay, so I'll tell you what it is. So uh, I have. I'm staring at it right now. This little. It was a. It is a 386. It's uh, a 386 machine, and it is the device that ran Bandwidth.com when Bandwidth was first registered in 1994. Uh, It was running Linux. It actually probably still runs uh, if the drives haven't seized. And uh, the only way to get to it, because the motherboard had a big... Uh, you know, AT style keyboard thing. So I have to have that little gender changer thing. So I still have that. I'm That's actually going to. I got to put it in the bandwidth museum, you know, because this was the very first hardware the company ever had. That's funny. Yeah. I, I haven't used an AT style motherboard port or, or
0: keyboard port on them. I haven't seen that, and I don't know how long. forever. Yeah, the yeah. only
1: other device that I have that has that port is a a kvm like a keyboard video switch right and it had it actually had both it had ps2 and at just that's right you know just in case yeah just in case um and it, it unfortunately for for many many years it was just always always forward compatible it just always worked so they hung around forever and you ended up keeping them forever yeah um but you know, it's kind of like a really good display. You kind of go through a few computers, but you keep the same display. So it's the same same idea. That's funny. Good times. So what,
0: yeah. So the other uh, here's a couple of others. Uh, I had two PCMCIA mo-
1: uh, little credit card modems. Oh yeah, remember those? those? Yeah, yeah for you had the sure. Slot.
0: What? Yeah, so that credit card slot.
1: Yeah, that I I had those things. I also had a uh, the uh, precursor to Wi-Fi. Uh, there was a company, uh, I, the name escapes me right now, but it was a PCI card that essentially did wireless connections the same way. So how fast were these modems that you had in PCI? Yeah,
0: I've got one that, uh, oh, sorry. One is a, is an ethernet card. Oh yeah, so one's a network, and card. the
1: stupid dongles they have on those things—oh my gosh, it was broke off. Yeah, yeah and you'd so, lose it, and yeah. it was so the and plastic and the end was so brittle. Yeah, well, the thing is, because the side of a PCI card is like you know a centimeter.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, all you had. Crazy. You
1: didn't really have anything to plug it into.
0: Yeah, so I had sorry one. Was, so one was a ten one hundred Ethernet card, nice, and the other is a fifty six k modem, yeah. and that's screaming. And it 50 was Cisco fast, A's, man. Screen. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we went from you know you, you stepped up. You, uh, when I started really seriously in computers, it was twenty four hundred baud. Yeah. And then I remember going to ninety six. Yeah. Like, holy, holy crap! That Was, 96. That
1: was, a, that was a, ninety six when I got to that was a big jump. Yeah, I got to ninety six and I'm like, I don't, I'm done. I don't, I don't need yeah, anymore. Don't, who this needs f- to go faster, faster than us? Be- yeah. because of what we were doing we weren't surfing web pages all that much that's right it was you were just it was just it was Terminal. little bits of data and
0: yeah. Yeah. and uh, and then you know and then you went to 19.2 19.2 yeah and that
1: was that was that was yeah. like a
0: quantum leap
1: that was huge yeah
0: yeah and then 33.6 28.8 it was 28.8 that's, that's right 28-8. that's right and yeah. then 33.6 and
1: then 56
0: yeah and, and then and-, and then everybody stopped using modems
1: well, I yeah. So so then, what happened to you after that? Is cable modem? Yeah. Then I went. So
0: I remember yeah. I was living uh, living here in Raleigh, and I remember the having a fifty six k modem at the house, and getting the thing from Time Warner Cable saying I could get fast. Oh, you know, yes. the, uh, you know the network connection in my house. I was like, oh my yeah, gosh! There. I could get. Yeah. I was so I was probably I was
1: the first one on my block yeah. by a year and a half. Yeah. To have that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, and that's, a, that's such a no-brainer at that yeah. time. It you was. Had to do that. You had to do it. You had to do it. And, and it's so funny because you know, we're looking at houses now. I'm, I am very, very uh, against a house where I have to get a, a cable connection. If it doesn't have Fios, I'm pretty much not interested in buying that house. Yep. It's yeah. It's the can, most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's your connection the to the matters. world. Yeah, yep. only thing that matters. So there's a couple of neighborhoods that have they're basically strung with FiOS, and then you know in the city here they basically don't have it except for a few. Bi- there are three buildings. When I got my place here in Cambridge, there are three buildings with FiOS. This was one of them, mm. and the rest of them are all grandfathered to some cable thing. Anyway, that's so funny. I'm getting ahead of the. Getting that's ahead funny. Of the
0: thing. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. The the so the last few things I had. Uh, in my in my list of pictures here, where I had a I had a PCI, uh, ten one hundred three com
1: Ethernet card. Really? Yeah. Th- uh, so those became a staple of mine. But that's the, oh yeah, I had
0: that's I the nine oh five or I the five oh nine, right? Yeah, Wasn't in oh
1: nine, and then later on it was replaced with the nine oh five.
0: Yeah, that, that I, I probably installed oh, conservatively yeah. a thousand of those. Yeah,
1: and easily. Those, yeah, and they became a staple. Like, they were my go. Finally, it was just the basics. A full duplex card, you know, just worked in every situation. There were drivers for every OS or whatever you're running. That's right.
0: It was the first really ubiquitous piece of hardware. Yeah. You could
1: use it any machine. That's right. And then that, actually, the precursors, the ISA precursors to that, uh, this guy by the name of Don Becker at uh, NASA wrote uh, Ethernet drivers for Linux very early on. I'm talking like... 92, 93, somewhere around there. And that, because he did that and, and it was just apparently a quick switch just to, you know, move it up to the PCI version and all that. So those were incredibly well supported in Linux and that basically did it for me.
0: Yeah. 3Com was, they were the networking company yeah. for a long time. <clears throat> I mean, just because they created such great cards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did.
1: And and they were they were gorgeous. All um, right, next up.
0: Yeah. Next up, get ready. Oh, I'm ready. I have got an HP print server. Yeah. You remember <laughs> the JetDirect print server?
1: I do, server? for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so you had the parallel port had an ethernet port? Yeah. And then a parallel port for the printer. Yeah. And and this one even so th- this is to give you an idea of the age of this one, it had ethernet and coax and, port and token ring <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have token ring but it yeah. had and then it would have the i think it had one or two i don't have a picture of the back unfortunately yeah but i had you know you would have the parallel port for the printer yeah uh, and so wow. it wasn't even you know a network printer like we think of today no, you had the yeah the parallel parallel thing going out to the printer and i remember when you got, when we got these and you didn't have to have a, a computer, computer running your print server <laughs> I was right. it was a huge leap forward because you just went in, plugged this box in, plugged the printer into the box, hooked it up to the network instead Absolutely. of having a box there. Because in the old in the in the in the days of Novell, when you first started working on Novell, you'd have to have a box dedicated to a printer. Yeah. You know, to a printer, and you'd have, you know, five printers hanging off that yeah. one box.
1: Yeah. And that actually uh the way that they that you did that back in the day. And I ran into the same problem when I was trying to host all those 28 modems. You needed a a single, because essentially if you just go buy a serial port, you plop that in and that takes over a whole uh, channel on, on your computer. And you, right. you could only put, you have like, right, you only had a, like four or five of them. You didn't have many. So, That's right. Cyclades came out with this card that you slap in there, and they had like an eight and a sixteen serial port. There was like a mono connect- connector. Remember this? Yeah. And, and out the end came, and I have a picture of this, and I'll post it on the uh, I'll post it on the site as well. Uh, out the back came these, you know, all these wires, and each one had a twenty five pin on it, mm-hmm. and you just, you know, they were long enough so that you could kind of spread them across a bunch of modems, and so that's how. Like and they use the same thing for print servers as well, serial print servers okay. most printers were parallel, but that's right you remember you had l p t one and l p t yeah, two that's right <laughs> <laughs> and then you had l p d running that's on right. your machine to manage them <laughs> well that's that's and and I remember dealing with all the drivers for those things, trying to get the right uh, you know the right driver in so that you know this uh program could print to this because it wasn't it wasn't like generic. It wasn't right. generalized. You actually had to install drivers to print from different pro you would install the driver in the program almost. Yeah you ridiculous. could have
0: if you had a, you know an HP laserjet two
1: yeah you'd have you yeah. would
0: have to have the Windows driver, the netware driver, yep. the you know every and you, and it was such a pain. Yeah, totally. Those, those, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they would upgrade the printer or upgrade something, and every, you know, printing would just stop.
1: Yeah. And and,
0: <laughs> and when that, and when printing stopped, like the network just lit on fire. Yeah. Because everybody freaked out.
1: They all tried. All the like, users freaked out. Yeah, and they all they all freaked out, and they all tried to resend their jobs. And yeah, and you just and watched just, the print queue just, just go stacking up. up. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. I, I remember that instilled in me. I remember very clearly that instilled in me this this just dead fear or hatred of printers and print drivers. If you have a printer problem, do not come see me. Because yeah, you're
0: a, you're you've always been ever since it. I've known. You have a visceral reaction to printers. I do.
1: I do. I don't know, and
0: it stems from having to do this work where where users just go crazy when when you know when printers stopped working, it was like yeah, it it was like the first sign of the apocalypse or something.
1: Yeah, well, look at the market. I mean, you know, you have, and and the same is true today. You've got you can buy a printer for like thirty bucks or you know nothing. Whereas back in the day to get like a really nice laser writer, oh, I was, you know, 2000, 3000 bucks. That's right. It was a huge investment. It was huge. Yeah. But yeah. then you just, all you did is add toner and, and you could print, you know, thousands yeah. and, and they, it looked really good. And, and you kind of really didn't need it anymore. Um, yeah. But now I worked for a
0: company. I worked yeah. for a company that uh, made, I don't know how much money, just refilling laser printer yeah. drums. Totally. It was just, yeah. It's they obscene. They would charge, I forgot how much they charge per one. Yeah. And they had people that
1: just sat there and filled it with toner. Yep. Yep. And it's good business. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so all of these, all of these printers are basically nowadays just the shell and then everything interesting is in that cartridge. And that's why their stupid cartridges cost you 40, 50 bucks because, you know, they cost more than than the printer because all of the, essentially all the technology is in there. Uh, and all the printer is, is just a dumb USB device. Well, it, it, uh, the whole The whole thing with printing people are are building printers and and doing all this kind of thing in seemingly a totally disconnected like they don 't care about what 's happening in the computing world they 're not looking at what what advances are happening on computers it 's like they 're just it 's a different technology kind of diverging in the night it 's kind of similar to uh, to the way car companies are building uh, GPS navigation systems. They're, they're all universally terrible. There's not a yeah. single good one. And then you, right. you just walk up to them and say, have you never seen like just Google Maps on an iPad? I mean, yeah. are you kidding me? It really, you. that's all you need. Just put that in the dash. Like that's yeah. all I want. I yeah, don't quit need... trying to
0: make, quit trying to do this stuff yourself. Yeah. Use yeah. the thing that everybody else uses.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah.
0: Crazy. All right, next up. Yeah. I have a picture of my first wireless card. Really? It's a, yeah, my first wireless network card. I remember I bought a Linksys wireless hub or access point, and yeah. I bought this. Uh, I have this Linksys. Uh, I think it was PCIe card. Oh, really? And uh, and it's got the black antenna sticking yeah. out <laughs> the right. yeah, out the end of it. Yep. So the so the, on the outside of the case, you'd have this black antenna that you could stick out, and you know that. it would stick up in the air. Yeah, and, and, and that, was that, my, that was my first wireless. It comes from my my the first wireless network I installed in my house.
1: Really? So that's that was like straight up 802.11. No, yep. no, A B nothing. Just straight up. Yeah, just straight up. It was school. slow as crazy. Slow, you know, slow just, as can be. I yeah. think like those degraded down to a megabit. I think I means- just
0: remember. Uh, you know, because at the time you were running, what, 100 megabit over Ethernet probably yeah. when those if came that, out.
1: if that. Maybe I 10. Think, I think most people were 10 because I remember I've got a, and I, I can post this too, I've got a picture of a hub and it was, or a or a switch rather, and it was 10 megabit. It wasn't, and it was from that time. Yeah. And I had it put, tied up to my wall and then I finally, actually, I didn't get a Linksys. I... Put one of those cards in a Linux machine and coaxed it into being an access point. Huh. Um, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that's
0: interesting. Yeah. So it was probably ten, but even even at ten, yeah. when you went when oh, you downgraded yeah. to wireless, it just felt like everything yeah. ground to a halt. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, and at that time, like you would, if you were building a house, you would probably string Ethernet everywhere because yeah, of that. Because you're like, yeah, you know it. Wireless is nice, but it kind of craps out, and it, it's not fast. And nowadays, what do, you, what do you wire a house with? Fiber? I mean, you don't, you don't do that. One of my no. cards that I've got is this, uh, this fiber card, and it was oh, 1,000 yeah. megabit. The- yeah, this is in a world where I think 100 megabit had just come out. Yeah. And, but you had to have an equivalent card on the other side, and it was one-to-one.
0: Yeah, you know, you, I there, remember that.
1: Yeah, there was no fiber switch. Nope. <laughs> you know, it, you just ran it into uh, you know your server, and then you did a route for your computer or something like that. So I've actually still got that and a loop of fiber for it. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> but nowadays, you know, just copper at thousand megabit is is easy. Yeah. And cheap. Do you remember? You remember doing token ring networks? I do. And with the Those stupid the little worst. connector at the end. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh! You, you lose when that connector.
1: One, yeah. When <laughs> yeah. one connector
0: went down, the entire network goes offline. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the entire about, network. Yeah, think about the way that technology worked. Basically, it was a party line, and and yeah. there was a token, and it would be passed down the line, and you could only talk when you had the token. That's right. <laughs> so it's like the worst use of bandwidth as possible.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know who came up with that, and I remember the first time I ran into it and having to work the connectors were so brutal. Yeah. You know, the thing that went from the connector that plugged into your computer, yeah, was just awful.
1: Yeah, that little the T thing or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. They're always coming loose. And they, right, they would break. Do you have a little tool to make the the cables? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I had a we had a we had a coax crimper. Yeah. Uh, initially, so we would we would make our own coax uh, yeah. cable ends. And then uh and then when when Ethernet came along, we you know we had the crimper for that. Yeah. And so I did a lot of I remember when I was doing networking for a living, we would we would get up at like four in the morning and go <laughs> run network because nobody That's was in the, the only office. time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you'd be up and you – in ceiling tiles. In the ceiling oh, yep. tiles, insulation yep. falling all the oh, yeah. dirt, breathing in carcinogens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Absolutely, right.
0: probably sucked in as, asbestos and yeah. who knows what else. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing I have, yeah. is I have probably a fifty-foot piece of telephone cable.
1: Really? Yeah. Like, just with the RJ, the RJ forty-fives at the yeah, end. At yeah. the end. Or yeah. J's? Remember,
0: you would have those. You'd have these enormous when you had the, you <laughs> know, the the old the modems when yeah. you were twenty-four hundred. You know, up until you went to cable modem. You would have these enormous rungs or rings of wire because you'd run telephone wire everywhere in your house. Yeah, yeah. Because your your, your computer would probably be in another room from from where, where the telephone jack was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so just like you run Ethernet in the walls today, you'd run these wires just around the carpet.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, in your house, and you just have telephone cable running everywhere.
1: Yeah. And then, but it was small enough so you could kind of wedge it between the wall right. and the carpet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, then, and then you pick up the little uh, uh, jams that are under exactly. the door. You know, <laughs> zip it right under there, re-nail it down. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was I, I can remember a few times putting a nail through one of those or a staple yep. through one of those and, and just breaking the whole wire. Um, do you remember uh, back in the day, the first real Mac, Mac networking technology was called Local Talk? and it was based on telephone wire with with RJ45 or whatever the connectors are in the end of that and you just had this little i i, I believe it was digital not analog and you would just have these long runs i mean apple was big in the um, uh, education space and obviously you know you're going to probably have more than one computer in a in a little computer lab so right. the need to network was pretty Pretty strong. I mean, we're talking like the '80s at this point. Those those wires. We would have those wires. That's how your your uh, the first laser writer, the Apple laser writer. The first way that you print to that was over the local talk network to get to this thing. And it uh, I was, never used that.
0: It That's was something just I never saw.
1: Yeah, it was just depressingly slow, like really, <laughs> really slow. And uh, interestingly. The old, the really old laser writers, uh, you, that was really the only way to get the data in. But as the technology is kind of progressed, like where, where you get to a point where there is Ethernet, they actually made Ethernet to local talk connectors so that you could connect those printers. Now, you could get to the stupid little, you know, converter box like lightning, but that thing had to feed out. It was like a little printer. But that thing had to feed out. So you would like you would print a page if you had any images. You would like you press print. Six minutes later, the thing would would like warm up and then print out a page. That's and then awesome. Like another six minutes later, page two comes out because that has a picture too. It, right. It's just but those things were actually matter of fact. People are still using them, uh, still using them today um, because uh. they're they're just workhorses. They they just never die. Um,
0: yeah, so it's R J nine, not forty five. Oh, R J nine, okay. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. forty five. I, had to, I couldn't think of it and I had to look it up while yeah. you, were t- you were talking, but yeah. yeah crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, what, else? what else do you have?
1: Uh this this T one box. Okay, back in the day, I got a T one at my house. This has been like nineteen ninety five. Old school is a fractional T one. Mm-hmm. I remember it was two fifty six K and uh, we we paid Two and a half thousand, $2,400 a month for this thing. If you can believe it, and this is in a day when, when modems were, you know, I, I think 33, six, you know, and in that time, that free. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, w- so I had this thing and I screwed it into the wall and we, we set the whole thing up and ran it for, I think I had it for a year and then I went to ISDN, but that thing, the phone company never came back and took it. And so I'm like, I'm taking this thing. Yeah, you got to keep <laughs> so that. I've got this, this like T1, the whole thing, like this the LN. It's enormous, you know, and it's it's so uh, depressingly out of date. It was just not useful for anything at all. But it is it is a paperweight. I believe that will be with me for the rest of my life. There are a few things. Like, did you did you throw out those PCI card, like the PCMCIa cards, for example? I throw did them all out. You yeah. just took pictures of it all and threw it all out. Yeah. All right. I yep. had the last piece that I that I actually I gave to my dad, and I think he still has it. Is a piece of core memory from a PDP eleven, which is a computer from the seventies, a big mini computer. Mm. Uh, and this was hand woven. Uh, there are little magnets, there are little circles, and there is a wire going, uh, you know, crisscross through every magnet in this whole thing, and each Holy one of those cow. magnets, yeah, was a bit. And you could you could set the bit by charging both wires going through that magnet, and then you could read the bit by, char- just charging up one of them and seeing what the res- the you know the resistance is. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, you could erase the whole thing with a with a tiny little magnet, but um, it it and it was unbearably slow. But that was the first uh, that was the first RAM I ever used actually. Mm. old wow. school. Like really yeah, like middle 70s way way back. Yeah. 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 It was fun though. Good times. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's our stroll down Amnesia Lane. Do you want to close it out?
0: Yeah, so I think we've uh we will definitely post all of these pictures uh online and I think it would be great for our listeners to go through, especially if you'd worked uh if you were working during the kind of early 90s through this period where that, where it's just radical transformation of speed and, you know, it, it was just a really cool time to be working in computers. And I had, you know, I wasn't even a computer guy. I had an accounting degree from college and just kind of stumbled into computers. Yeah. And while I was in college and just kind of fell in love with it and got into you know just doing crazy stuff with computers during that time and. So it's it was fun for me to dig some of this stuff back out and think about all of those crazy times.
1: So the pictures will be on 353rd.com. Uh, give it a look, see. We'll uh, it'll be the first. Uh, it would probably be the only story with about ten or fifteen pictures. That's right. It. <laughs> That's
0: right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope we hope you enjoyed today's uh, today's romp down. Uh, since we're old lane. fogies, yeah, since yeah. we're old fogies we're romping back through our, our history of computing. but um, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.